nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come so as you come are. As you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yeah, yeah, y'all. What's good? It's your girl, Lady Miz, and I'm walking with my co-host. You already know what it is. You are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And there is only one way to go from here. Check it out, y'all. We got an entrepreneur, an artist, like a dope, dope person on the show today. I want y'all to get to know this brother. His name is P. Gutter, and we're going to chop it up with him and see what he got going on. So let's welcome him to the show. So, Pete Gutter was popping. How you doing? <laughs> Yo, I'm, ex- I'm excited to be here, man. I'm blessed by the best. I'm doing awesome. How about you? We doing great. We yeah, are doing can't great. Complain. Can't complain. We here. We got, you know, we made it to see another day. So that's the most important part. Another day to keep grinding, you know? That's right. Absolutely. I see you all fresh and all that, looking like a million bucks through all my ballet shoes in my fly green tuck. Uh, <laughs> she done took it way back to the old school. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Show but, your age. <laughs> there he go, trying to blow up the spot. Anyway, P. Gutter, why don't you go ahead and tell the people wh- where you from and what you do? All right, yeah. So, this, yeah, this is P. Gutter, man. I'm from upstate New York, uh, Albany, New York, to be exact. Uh, I am definitely a man who wears many, many hats. Uh, I'm, what I'm learning to do right now is to uh, is to is to designate uh, so I'm not spread so thin. Uh, but first and foremost, everything always starts from the music. Music is 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 number one and has always been the catalyst uh, for everything. Um, so just on the music side right now, um, I have a lot of things going on with the music. Um, I've got two projects that I'm working on right now. Uh, I have an EP that I'm doing with uh, with 88 Keys. Um, that's Kanye West's uh, personal producer. Um, he's actually finishing up. Um, he's actually finishing up Kanye's album right now. Kanye has a new album he's working on. Um, 88's doing that. So I have a whole I have a whole EP coming out, totally produced um, by 88 Keys. Um, and then I have a full length album um, that I'm working on at the exact same time, um, and that has a ton of features on it. Uh, so 88, he's definitely one of the producers on there. Um, Vinny mm-hmm. Idol is doing production on there. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a ton of features. We got, um, we got Jim Jones is on there. Um, Jada Kiss. Uh, nice. I mean, almost, okay. yeah, like just, just like new, like New York Giants. We got a bunch of New York Giants on this, on this project. And the name of the project is called Northern Exposure. And that's really what I wanted it to be. Mm, I, like I wanted, that. I wanted, yeah, I wanted it to be a project um you know, that really shine the light on um just the the 
the potency of, of the potency of hip hop that we have in New York. We, we know, you know, that the industry, the entire entertainment industry has moved to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Not just music, yes. but we talking about televisions, movies, everything. Um, but I just feel like um, that new, that, that real like New York, that legendary like New York sound, that classic New York sound is just something that's always going to be timeless and it's always going to be appreciated. And I just wanted to make sure, you know, that's what that's that's how I fell, fell in love with hip hop. I fell in love, you know, with the Nas and the Biggies and the Jay-Z's and the Busta Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Shout out um, and rest in peace uh, to DMX. You know, we know yes. that he passed. He passed today. Yes, but yes, yes. but that's what I mean. It's like I never want I never want that sound, you know, to be lost or just looked at something that's, you know, prehistoric. Like mm. we're always we're always reinventing ourselves and, and and finding a way, you know, to come out in a brand new way. So that's really how I want this album to be is shining a light and not just on New York City. That's why I call it Northern Exposure. Like right, right. it's not just it's not just New York City. Like New York State is a big state and every yes. different area of New York State has like its own different form of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So we see the we, we see the the come up um, of uh, of Griselda and the spotlight that they're putting on uh, on Buffalo right now. But you got you know you got Buffalo, you got Rochester, you got Syracuse, you got New York, you got Poughkeepsie, Newburgh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a it's it's a it's a lot here in New York State, and um, so that's really what I'm trying to. Do. I mean, of course, I still got people you know like DJ Drama. You know he's on the album and stuff like that but it's 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 mostly you know about the new york rappers so that's that's really what i'm excited about right now that's what i'm promoting right now i got a brand new single off the full-length album that is out right now it's called finish line um whoa, 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 wait, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on i gotta stop you right there i'm like that he about to do the whole interview in one breath <laughs> let me get my questions in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I said, I got, I got a lot going on. You're going to have to keep pumping the brakes. <laughs> Let me pump it up. Let's back it up real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I just I just wanted to say, um, first of all, you got some heavy hitters yeah. on there. You know what I mean? Yes. Including yourself. So shout out to you. and Because Jadakiss and they are one of my, my, my favorites. So you definitely got some heavy hitters on there. Um, yes, what I like that you said is because I, I actually wanted to do a show about and, and I wanted to do it in a way where nobody felt disrespected, but talking about that right. and where it came from and then yes. speaking on the disconnect sometimes of being from up north. Right. And when I say disconnect, mm -hmm. disconnect within the support from each other, because one of the things that I that I say now and it's not a shot towards anybody, but I just have to say yeah. this um, and because this is just my my opinion. New New Yorkers is. is dope right the 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 swag right. the style everything everybody everybody always wanted to sound and be like new york the sound Correct. of hip-hop has changed to more of a southern sound and everybody seems to not want to be supportive here right in the north and then everybody want to run down to the south where they are being more supportive but when people from the north go to the south to do that they change yeah. their attitude and now they're being supportive bring that same energy back here you understand what i'm saying with the djs and all of that you gotta yeah. support the people up here 
you know, because when you run down there and, and it's OK, because the South is doing their thing and I'm not, you know, right. it's not shitting on them or, you know, throwing shots. I love what they're doing. And but at the same time, it's like people got to understand you got that same energy that you taking down there. Yeah. You could do it right here. So I love what you're doing. I, I really Thanks. love this. I can't wait for this to drop. Definitely. Definitely. It has a, a lot of buzz. Um, yes. and, and if you if you don't mind, like I want to just speak to what you just said. So, um, and it's like, you really have to understand, you know, the, the business like of music. So everything is, is about like promotion and like how things are promoted, um, and how, and how, and how consumers consume, uh, media. So the South, that sound is, is running it's running the radio. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, and as an up and coming artist, you're looking at whoever has like the top number one record on the radio or, you know, or has the, the, the video music video with the most views you're looking at. Okay. That's the person that has success. And if I'm trying to get myself signed to a label, it's like, you're looking at like, okay, that's what they want. And then from the, like I said, you're talking about support from the consumer standpoint, they're gonna support what's being promoted and what's being marketed to them. So it's that not is- so much that it's it's not so much that it's regional, like I'm only gonna support the South. It's just that the, the South has been on an incredible run. You, you know what I'm saying? As okay. far as the sound, the sound that's you know, that's that's being promoted. Um, so I know for me personally, like I I I'm very fortunate. I never have a support problem. Um, I would say as like outside of my area, only because no matter where you are in the country, it doesn't matter if you're in the South, because I spent a lot of time in the South. I'm, I, I live in New York. I'm in upstate New York, but I'm my, all my business, it, it always happens. Either it's in New York City or it's in Atlanta. I'm always going back and forth. So okay. I get to see like the full spectrum, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I have a perspective from the top to the bottom. So gotcha. as far as my direct area where I'm from, Albany, New York, mm-hmm. just the support level is not going to be the same as if I go outside of here. Now, outside of here could be to Buffalo, could be Syracuse, could be to New York City, not necessarily down south. But when you leave where you grew up mm-hmm. and where you're from, like it's hard to it, it's hard for people who you went to school with and who they see, you know, what I'm saying at Walmart or the grocery store all the time to look at that person as a star because. It's like okay, I call myself P Gutter now, but they knew they they know me by my government. They know my face. Like it's nothing special. It's nothing new. So right. just because I have good music doesn't mean okay. Now they're gonna call me a star. And even when I'm doing like major shit with big artists, but when they see my face, it's like I know, dude. So it's only when I go outside of the area to places where people don't know me and they're not judging me on my past and what they know about me personally. They're just judging me at face value of how I'm presenting my presenting myself visually and the music, you know what I'm saying? So so the, I, I, I always had like my best support when I would go down to New York City and I would do shows because all they heard is the music. They were just right, judging right, me just right. straight off the music. So I always encourage artists that have great, um, you know, works of art, like mm-hmm. get outside of your hometown and stop saying like, no, no, nobody from here supports me. It's like you, 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 you have to not make it so personal 
and all like I'd have to keep on saying it, approaching it from a from a business standpoint and a business perspective. So if New York music was being promoted as hard as the southern music and the southern sound, then yeah, everybody would be jumping on that bandwagon. But we're in the new we're in the new era. But let me ask you this. Who do you think is in control of New York? Because you're saying if New York mu music was being promoted, but isn't that up to the radio stations and the DJs besides the fans? Because still in all, there's still there's still the fans. There's still the people that support. So what do you think is right. uh, uh, as far as who's responsible for making sure New York music get heard? So it it's so that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's been a shift. Mm -hmm. DJs still to a D you have to admit, DJs control the music. Like if you're an artist and you don't have a DJ that you're supporting, like you're, you're, you're not, you're never gonna, gonna be able to break through. You're never going to get anything that happens for you sustainable. You have to realize that it always starts with the DJ. So in my hometown, that's how I got popping. I, I gained and, and built on purpose a relationship with all the DJs, whether they was a DJ that was in the club or they was on the radio or they was both. I okay. made sure I I built a relationship with the DJs because the DJs are, are going to. So it used to be that the radio stations would actually look to the DJs for their mm. playlists. They went to the okay. DJs to find out, OK, what are people responding to in the clubs? Right. right and then right. whatever the DJ said, yo, these are the hot records. Then they would they would allow them, you know, to test it out on a radio station. If it had the same response, it would go into rotation. Now it's kind of backwards to where the labels are really dictating the playlist. The labels are dictating what is in high rotation at radio. And then those are the songs that everybody knows. So the DJ, he wants to stay employed at the clubs. So he's going to play the records that everybody wants to hear which is the records that are in high rotation at the radio. So you really have to um, see what things for what they are and be realistic and realize, okay, if I really want to pop, I'm going to have to get these people that are in these positions to play my record. I'm going to have to build a real relationship, support these people, you know, monetarily so support them. If they got, you know, they, they saying they're going to be at this spot, they're going to be at this club, like, show up, bring people with you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like really, truly support these DJs, help them promote what they're doing. And then, like I said, when they're in these places, if you have music that fits the playlist, they're going to okay. play it off the strength that they have a real relationship, you know, you know with you. But you, you've got to understand the setup and the infrastructure of this entertainment business and can't be so self-centered that my music is so great Mm -hmm. that you should play my music like that's that's not the determining factor so let me ask you this and, and and you made a lot of great points a lot of great points um i think that i'm glad that you went over that um you did yeah. say something about uh the labels now control it so do you think that it now boils down to money because a lot of independent artists saying they not they don't have the same bag as the labels exactly so um so for me being a a, a business a business I'm a, I'm a businessman first and I think yes. I think that's kind of coming through in this interview. I'm a businessman first. So and I'm independent. Like I've been on the labels and I've been independent. So right now it's like 
I'm using the major labels for distribution, but like, that's it. So I'm still funding like all of my campaigns, promotion and everything. So I know what type of budget is needed mm-hmm. in order in order to do a successful radio campaign and promotion on a national level. Okay. It's more, it's more money than the average person has. So if you're not on a major label, you have to be realistic with your goals. I know that my budget, I have a budget to do a, a, a an effective campaign in a region of the country at a time. Now, if that record catches on after that, then now I don't have to pour more money into the promotion of it because now it's it's caught on, it's grown legs of its own. And now the people have decided they want this record, but I still have to light that fire. So you've had people from like um from the uh like quality control music, you know, QC and stuff like that explain like how much money they've poured into a record that they believe in. They're talking seven figures because mm. they're talking about a national campaign. So you know, you know, you have artists that come into the game with street money and this, that, and the third. Um, a lot, a lot of times, sometimes they they're not good at prioritizing and allocating the money in right places because really, there's a there's a there's a hierarchy, there's a strategy of and a timing of when to when it's time to spend that money at radio. When is it time to spend that money on um just vi- like the the video promotion? When is it time? to focus on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. Like there's a, there's a formula and steps that you're supposed to follow before you do those different things. So mm. people coming in to the game blind, not having the experience and the expertise and the knowledge that I have, mm-hmm. they're just going to be throwing money at, at things and it's not going to be having the effect that they wanted to just because they, they don't know the formula and the format that the labels have been using for decades, the labels know the format. So the only right. time when they veer away from the format that's in place is when you have new things like a TikTok that will shift the whole the whole way that, like I said, that that media is consumed. TikTok right. is the number one way that music and video is consumed now. So five, 10 years ago, the format that's in place right now, it wouldn't work before because those things were not existent. So you have to pay attention. You have to be able to almost be a fortune teller and see what's coming and not base your game plan on what's happening right now, but where but where things are going. So the only way to do that is to educate yourself and to constantly soak everything up and, 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 uh, and just be a student of the game. And that's the only way that I've stayed successful. Wow. Wow. You know, um, you, you just gave an earful for that. But but again, great information, because I like what you said about how artists, they come in the game and if they don't if they don't know the formula and the system, right. they're just throwing their money out. So then that could be discouraging at some point when you don't get the result that Extremely. you're looking for. Um, now, you, you did you expect you were signed to a label before, correct? Yeah. So my my first the first deal that I ever got. Um, mm-hmm. was actually with with slip and slide records so okay. i got signed i got signed to slip and slide records um like around the exact same time that they signed uh rick ross oh, um so okay. right so uh, so like my 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 deal obviously wasn't as big as his but we were assigned to the same label at the same time so they did um 
they did have me pull out, put out a mixtape at that time. And um, the name of the mixtape was called I Reinvented the Remix. I know Puffy put out a project called I Invented the Remix. We did I Reinvented the Remix, where I took songs that were remixed. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of we kind of did it the way that I would have remixed those songs. So that was an amazing project um, that got a lot of great feedback. Um, and then after my time was done with mm -hmm. Slip and Slide, I got my first um, single deal uh, with uh, Island Def Jam. Uh, so, the name, so they did a single deal with me for a song called Big Hammers that really got me the, the, the traction and the exposure that I needed uh, to be able to go off and, uh, and, and, do my, and do my own thing independently. And, and, it was, and since we did a, a, nation, a national radio campaign with mm -hmm. that Big Hammers record, it also gave me the knowledge that I needed to be able to step out and independently do a project because now I knew the correct way to execute a project. That's what I was going to say, because I was going to ask you, because you, you yeah. seem to know a lot and know how this formula go. So that experience came from you being on a label and learning the ropes then. Exactly. And now a word from our sponsors. If you are looking for new or used items such as furniture, clothing, appliances, and so much more, then you want to check out JD Cargo Express Thrift Store on 39 North Main Street in Middletown, New York. They are open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They also accept donations, which you can drop off at any time during business hours. If you want to check out some nice, new, or lightly used items, such as name brand clothing and other things, then head over to JD Cargo Express Thrift Shop on 39 North Main Street, Middletown, New York. That's JD Cargo Express thrift shop on 39 North Street, Middletown, New York, and tell them you heard it here on From the Ground Up Productions. Loga Ika is a computer graphic design center for animation used for social media, websites, music videos, and also private graphic design for book covers, logos, and many more design services to assist enhancing the client's brand. You can find Logo Kika on Instagram at L-O-G-O-I-K-A dot G-F-X. Now, be, now that you're, you're, you're an independent artist, how did you come across all the heavy hitters in New York to even be on your album? Um, so um, a lot of it was was definitely like before, like pre-COVID. Um, I did not, I didn't stay still. Like I was, I was about beating the pavement, staying on the road, staying in them in them studios you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. with the producers who all of these artists were already working with so like i have a huge uh networking background like i said everything is always for me i always attack things you know from a from a business standpoint so i understand that uh if i want to work with a certain artist I might not be able to go straight to the source, but if you're if you're an artist that I want to work with, and I'm working with the same engineer that you work with, or I'm booking time in the same studio that you book time in, and then I'm 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 hiring the same producer, you know that you are, and then I know like who your graphic designer is that you use for your cousins, and I'm using the same thing. I'm already indirectly 
already working with you. So it's only going to be a matter of time before we actually make the connection because I'm already, I've already infiltrated your entire circle before. So it's only a matter of time, a matter of time before I get to you. So definitely shout out to people like, you know, 88 Keys, like a, a Vinny Idol, who they were already working with the artists that I knew I wanted to work to, that I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. And I knew as long as I was putting out a quality product, like when I, uh, I remember the first time when I walked into, uh, into Vinny Idol's house, like I said, because this is like about, right around COVID time. So he had to take all his equipment out of the commercial recording spot he had. He had to move it all into his basement of his house. Okay. So the very first time I met Vinny, I, yeah, the very, very first time I met Vinny was actually at his crib. And, you know, he walked me right into the basement, um, full-blown studio right in his basement. And the mm-hmm. song that is playing in the background, I'm like, yo, is that Styles P? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I'm mixing a track for him right now. And it was like, it was that confirmation that, yeah, all I got to do is come in here and knock out a banger and Style P is going to walk into his basement and he's going to hear yeah. my record that Vinny Idol is mixing, he's going to be like, yo, that shit is fire. Like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes. that was kind of like my mind frame of how I was attacking things, but not just going into the same studios. You know, where are these people going to be performing? Where are they Where are they doing shows? What restaurants are you at? Like, you got to put yourself in the position to be able to even have an opportunity to, to be able to network with these people. You got to find out where they are and go where they are and work with the people they're working with. Yes, So yes. It's, it's more of being, not only being heard, but seen, being seen also. Correct. Yeah, because I mean, af- after a while, they're going to they gonna get tired of seeing your face over and over again. They're going to be like, yo, what, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Tired of hearing Yeah, they're, they're going to end up coming up to you before you go up to them. Yes, yes. So you seem to know so much um, and you seem to have it all well figured out and put together. But my question to you is, have you had and do you have any struggles with being able to accomplish any of this, any roadblocks, anything that pop up? How do you deal with that if you do? No, any any successful person um, will tell you, you know, they've have they've had hundreds of failures. before they started to succeed and a lot of it was it was just it was trial and error but uh having laser focus on what the goal was um and and it was like a it was it was it was just a certain attitude that I had Mm -hmm. of where I I was I was never I was not afraid of of any moment and I was not afraid of um making my goal uh too big you know what i'm saying so sometimes people set goals that Uh. they feel like they they're able to attain not necessarily easy to attain but in their own mind they're like okay that's probably an attainable goal don't you know let me not shoot you know too too far you know because i'm probably not going to be able to accomplish that with me i i would always challenge myself so to answer your question is like the the, the, the battle was always, you know, I would set really lofty goals for myself, mm-hmm. but I just had this belief that it was something, there really was nothing that I couldn't attain. So then it's always just about, all right, I believe I can attain it. 
What is the game plan to attain it, though? So that's always a struggle when I'm setting up these these big lofty goals. Like I always have to, you know, sit down and, and draw up a game plan, you know, for how I'm going to attain it. But the whole journey, like while I'm doing it, I have an unbelievable belief like it's going to happen and I'm not going to stop until it happens. I love that. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That's right. Ain't no you breaking through any glass ceiling. That's what I'm talking about. Not <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> not letting fear stop you because it's true. A lot of people, they're afraid to fail. Some people don't understand right. that sometimes failure creates growth. Not sometimes. Well, pretty much all Always. the time. If you learn from it not everybody learned from it you know some people run right. away from it because they're too busy right. worrying about what everybody else is saying that they fell and then they become ashamed of their failure instead of taking that head on so you know shout out to you for for doing that i think that is great and i think you are absolutely adding value to uh the the music industry and even the entrepreneurship that you got going on which i want to get into now um you have right. a clothing line right yes ma'am so the my, the name of my clothing line is called Home Baked Clothing. Okay. Uh, we've been, we've been in business um since 2014 mm -hmm. and we're we're actually we're we're still growing, we're still getting stronger. Um we're still getting more uh celebrity endorsements um nice. but it was a, it was a, that's why I I wanted to start with the music because it was really like all of those things that I picked up in the music industry, I was able to just apply it to a whole nother industry. Um, and what really made me go full force with jumping all the way into the, to the clothing um, was like I said, was understanding, you know, how, how consumers consume uh, okay. with, with the whole streaming thing uh, coming on the scene, people really got um, conditioned to expect to get music for free. You know what I'm saying? Not, necess not necessarily for, for free because you still have to get, you know, some type of subscription or something. But it's like you're just paying a monthly free and then you just get unlimited everything that you want, you know, aside right. for yeah. if you just go on YouTube. So it's like trying to stay stuck with a model that is broken. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, it's unrealistic. So okay. once I saw, yes, people are not really conditioned to spend money so much on the music but they're still conditioned to spend the money on the merch uh really made me say okay let me let me spend more of my my time my energy money and resources on building up the clothing line and then just let the music be more of a commercial for the clothing line and now mm. that we yeah so it's like now we're in that was 2014 this is 2021 so now we have seven years of me building that so now they actually work hand in hand. The some people find me through the clothing line. I'm like, oh, crap, he does music. Let me find the music. And then some people see me do music and they're like, oh, crap, he has a clothing line. Let me support the clothing line. So now they're actually working in tandem, hand in hand, and they're supporting each other to where maybe the music sales might be down, but the clothing is up, or maybe the clothing up, but the sales is down. But my income never stops. So I'm always about building up uh, income streams. Listen, you drop it. Um, Dropping yeah. some jewels <laughs> on them right now, yo. I, hope, I love I it. Notes, man. I I, take yo, notes. I'm taking notes. You don't see me? I'm over here taking notes. What you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Respect, respect. The biggest, note, the biggest note you said is I love time. It. 
a lot of people who come into the industry thinking they want something real quick and right right you put time into it so okay listen i appreciate this information you're giving us i'm sure a lot of people out there are taking notes as we are um let's talk about your you you got a is it the single or or album i'm sorry about that side effects of success right so yeah so side side effects of success Mm -hmm. um that was that was the first independent project um that i did and we actually yeah we actually released it uh in 2013 um and then we then we ended up re-releasing it again um in 2017 just because in 2013 i i really didn't have the machine you know that i needed behind Mm. behind the project um and like I but it but it still ended up doing fairly well. But once I actually had the machine and the infrastructure that I needed to mm-hmm. release projects, then we went ahead and re-released it in 2017. And it's still it's still doing its numbers and standing up, you know, on its own. So that was like that was really like my um my my learning, my learning project. Learning experience. So, okay. Right. Yes, ma'am. So now so uh well no, um excuse me, side effects of success. That was the that was my that was really my learning project. So I took everything that I learned on that project and applied that uh, to how I'm doing my full bone project right now with Northern Exposure. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. See, that's good. That's good. And that's again in steps. Um, you yes, ma'am. you work with an RIP again with uh mm-hmm. Fred the Godson, right? On that yeah, on that man. joint right there. Yeah, so we have me and him did a record together uh, called uh, Coronation. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah, so this is this is like right at the beginning of me starting to work, you know, with with Vinny Idol. Um, so, so yeah, so um, and uh, also shout out to Graf because Graf is also on that. He's he's also uh, a hip hop legend in his own right, um, representing Queens. But again, like all those people, like they're they're like they were like family. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once once I was able to gain a strong relationship with Vinny Idol, like mm-hmm. he brought me right into his network. So then I, it was easy for me to start talking to people, you know, like the like Vado and Graf and um, Fred the Godson and, and Jim Jones, because he was he he already had a family level relationship with these people. Um, You know, shout to Davies, you know, people like that. So uh, it was amazing being able to work with Fred. Because out of all the all the uh, the New York legends, like I really, I studied Fred's bars, and, mm. and 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 it was like every time I would go back and listen to his records, I'm like, this man is a magician with the pen. Um, so what a lot of people don't even know is that like he 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 wrote everything down. Mm-hmm. So like all his raps, like he wrote all his raps down. But he actually wrote like if you look at his rhyme book, like mm-hmm. it's not it, you would not be able to read or recite his rhymes because it's almost like a like a shorthand. So really? it was like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it but it was it was it was like seeing his thought process like on paper, like he, he wrote his rhymes the way like they were coming to him, you know, in, in his mind. And he just manifested it on paper. But the way wow. that he spits with everything just being intricately like connected to each other. It was like, that's, that was like his, his process and his formula, how he was putting it together. So I always look 
at him as one of the top tier lyricists. Um, okay. So when me and him and we're working on the record, um, and you know, like I sent him first, I sent him the track that Vinny made, um, and I wanted I wanted it to be a surprise to him that Graf was on the record because at the same time, him and Graf were already working on a project, a whole album together. So I wanted it to be a surprise that Graf was going to be, you know, also featured on a record. So I just sent it to him just with my verse and the beat and nothing else. And um, then when he sent me his verse back, his verse was crazy, but he was also like bigging me up, like in the verses. So I had hit, I hit him back. I was like, yo, you showed me crazy love in the record. And he was like, yo, bro. He was like, I had to. He was like, the record is fire. Like you're, you're a crazy lyricist. Like I, like I love what you're doing. So for me to get that salute from him and that validation for him, you know, before he passed, like Mm -hmm. that made all the difference in the world. And it, and it gave me some, you know, some type of, um, some type of consolation, you know, because Mm -hmm. his death was a surprise. Uh, it took us totally by surprise. We, he was a strong dude. Um, we all expected him to pull through. None of us expected him to pass. He was like COVID. He's like, I he ain't going to get taken out by COVID. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's in the hospital right now. Prayers up. He's going to be right back out in the studio. You know, him and VD Idol, they were getting ready to come out with a whole project yes. um, called Freddie Pendergrass. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just from the title alone, the type of vibe that was going to be, you know what I'm saying? So it was definitely a huge loss to hip hop. But shout out to Fred, his family, and the entire yes. BX. And I'm definitely honored forever to be able to say that I work with a great like uh, Fred the Godson. Absolutely. Absolutely. R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to DMX. We lost DMX, him. DMX, yes. It's just so, like, you know, it be hitting hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just hit hard because, like, you know, we connect to these people because they do something for us too. You know, what, right. what we get That's out right. of it through the music and through the bars and all of that. It's just, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to deal with. Um, What are you working on right now? Or, or what do you got coming up? So, um, so like I said, like I have, I have the, uh, the full length album, Northern Exposure that's mm-hmm. coming out. Um, I've got the, uh, the EP that I'm working on with 88 Keys. Um, I got the the brand new single from the full length album. The name of the new single is called Finish Line. Uh, right. That 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 record is already doing crazy numbers. Um, uh, you know, at Spotify, we haven't even launched. We haven't shot the mini music video for it yet, or anything like that. And it's already doing like crazy numbers uh, with oh, streaming. Wow. So we're really we're excited about that. We did have a billboard in Atlanta uh, during uh, NBA All Star Weekend um, oh, announcing. Man. Yeah, announcing the debut of that record. So that definitely helped. But um, but we're excited about the potential of even just that record alone, just because we have, you know, we haven't gone to major radio or anything with it. And it's already got crazy track uh traction. That's but um, but up. yeah, we just we're, we're just gonna keep on putting out singles until we feel like it's the right time to put the album out. Are you gonna shoot a video? Of course, we're gonna shoot a video for every record. That's what's, That's what's up. up. Okay, yeah, because you know, in these times, visual, right? Because yeah, do, yeah, do you nah, agree? Like the, I said, that's the, the, that's, the, that's that's the way the consumers, you know, consume music right now. It's, it's it has to be music. visual, and like I said, certain like we're not gonna force it, but if we feel like certain songs fit that kind of TikTok format, um, and there's a mm-hmm. way to do it without losing the integrity, you know, of the music, uh, we'll definitely be doing TikTok campaigns as well. Okay. Uh, you have any shout-outs you'd like to give? Yeah, man. Shout-out to my barber, man, Ryan O'Shea. <laughs> uh, 
we see you we see you <laughs> he got yeah he got my cut he got my cut done like 15 minutes before the interview so shout out you know shout out to him that's um shout out to my business partner for the clothing line uh mr everyday uh he has yes. his own radio show um, and he's, uh, he does a lot with, um, with artist development and, and, uh, we're doing some really, really, really big things that I'm very proud of. Oh, um, that's but nice. yeah, man, oh, yeah, man. But, but yeah, just shout out, shout out to, shout out to my team and everybody that supports, you know, Pete Gutter. Uh, I appreciate all of them, man. There's, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people involved, um, that allow me this success. I haven't done any of it on my own. Um, and I recognize that. So, um, you know, peace and blessings to everybody. And uh, I, we're getting it done in 2021, baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is a blessing to have a team and have people behind you. People don't understand. You need that. You definitely need that. Is there anything that we did not cover or actually that you want the people to know? Yeah. So I am. I have started uh, my own podcast as well called the Outside Music Podcast. Oh, um, nice. and it all, And we and right now we have uh, six Spotify playlists. Um, that are connected uh, to that podcast. So definitely um, anybody that's looking, you know, to get exposure or get their streams up, you know, definitely connect with me. And if the music is fire, we'll definitely get your music added, you know, to those playlists and help you get your streams up. And how can, um, how can they tune in and see this podcast? So right now um, we're, uh, I'm actually um, considered a celebrity host on a, a, a video broadcasting app. Um, called Bigo. It's actually an international app, so it's not just here in the United United States. It's uh, it's broadcasting in every country. Nice. Um, and then right so um, right now we're also working on getting that across all the platforms. But right now, if you're on Bigo, you can definitely uh, tag in there. All you gotta do is just type in my name, P dot G U T T E R. That's my username on Bigo. Um, but we are uh, it is gonna be uh, start being broadcasted on YouTube. And uh and Roku as well. So we're looking forward to that. Nice. nice. Okay. So and also please give your social media handles so people also know how they can follow, yes. support, and all of that. Hey, uh, all these years I've kept it the same and I try to keep it very easy and uniform across every single platform. If you want to find me, all you gotta do is type in P-G-U-T-T-E-R online. I'm P Gutter online on everything, Twitter. Uh, face, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, P Gutter Online, and I'm right there, ready to engage. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. So listen, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I think we got one of your joints, right? Yeah. All right. So I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You better." <laughs> All right. So um, you want to introduce the joint you sent over? You want us to introduce? You let us know. We rocking out. All right. Yeah. So right here, which I'm about to hear. Is my brand new joint. It's called Finish Line. It's fire. It's out right now. You can catch it streaming on all streaming platforms. It's your boy P. Gutter, man. Finish Line. Let's go. All right. Let's get it. The money I still got. The jewels I still got. The cars I still got. The mansions I still got. You either motivate it or you hate it. Either or. It doesn't matter. Walk with me, let's talk. I got nine toys right here. I got the 488 Ferrari. I got the main.
Mac or the Maybach, whatever you want to call it. I got seven Rolls Royces right here. I like to call it Lucky Seven. So you either motivated or you hate it. My lifestyle. My lifestyle. My lifestyle. My lifestyle. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> Just got the keys to the Beamer Design the drip, fresh out the cleaners Just Don Kicks, got me feeling like I'm Don Cartagena VVS stones, ice cold like Aquafina Used to get it out the mud, now my grass looking greener Neighbors looking over my fence, they wanna see if all the rumors true Heard I bought a Porsche and the roof is blue Hustler from New York and they all wanna see the proof A four door Panamera 4K cameras couldn't make it any clearer My car need a visa, German engineering I can shift gears from the wheel that I'm steering Can't stop staring at the luxury appearance Leather on the dash and the doors and the ceiling Driveway looking like a dealership Foreigns back to back, no leases So they think I'm still drug dealing Just left the house in my favorite drop How to make it out, cause my drive ain't like a parking lot If you stay in park, I be at the finish line while you at the starting block. Starting block. Told me I would never make it to the top. Now I drop the top. I'm a foreign push button start. I was down, now I'm all the way up. Like Kawasaki's no beef. Teriyaki, all I wanted was the broccoli block hot. Like wasabi, had to get another hobby. Before I end up like Tupac inside the lobby, got a whole lot of food on my plate. They wanna rob me from my chicken, all they get is drumsticks from Abu Dhabi. They see me in Versace matching with the new Harachis. Now they got the chopper, wanna cook me like kabachis. If you see me reach inside of this parka like Jabari, ain't no pump faking, I'll fly you all like Calamari. My Jordan 3's leopard print, tiger stripes, and zebra head. My wardrobe like an African safari work. Everything that I got, I scraped the pot Wasn't with me in the kitchen, you don't deserve my spot Another day, another dollar, a different watch Time is precious, don't waste my time, I'm on the clock Just left the house in my favorite drop How to make it out, cause my drive ain't like a parking lot Every day I'm lit, got a different watch On my wrist, had to scrape the pot for everything I got Drive if you stay in park. I be at the finish line while you at the starting block. Starting block. Told me I would never make it to the top. Now I drop the top. I'm a foreign push button start. Button start. Super dope, my brother. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen. That's hot, yo. We want to thank Thanks, you man. so much for coming on the show. And we are looking forward to everything that you got going ho- going on. Please, please, please always let us know if you got something uh, going on. Keep us updated. We're going to oh, be yeah, following no, you. 
you know, you know, I'm gonna be back, man. Like I said, as soon as the when the EP is done and when the album drop, man, I'll keep I'll keep coming back, um, and rocking with you guys. I've been I've been following what you're doing. I'm I'm very impressed, um, with the production of your show. It is very very high quality. Thank you. So you know, congratulations to you guys. Love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You are essential to the culture. Uh, we appreciate that, appreciate man. That. We appreciate that. And Lots same to you, brother. Yes. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. For real. So we're going to be lo- definitely looking out and um, waiting for whatever you got going on. And keep, keep, please keep educating. Keep doing what you're doing. Because believe me, I'm sure a lot of people can learn from you. You seem like you got it down. And you also have a lot to offer with this artist development. All these things. So you're giving us greatness and you're also teaching. So thank you for that. No, nah, I appreciate I appreciate that, man. All they gotta do is tap in, man. Absolutely. All right, that's what's up. All right, all right. So thanks again, man. We're gonna be looking forward. We see you soon. Yes, I will be back soon. Appreciate you. All right, all right. peace. Peace. From the ground. There's only one way to go from here.